now tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea piping hot so grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via whatsapp at 324-1612 email tips at caymanmorrowroad.com now here's your host sandy hill broadcasting live from the beautiful cayman islands
uh, drop your name in the backs there and get qualified, hopefully, that way. Big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Darren's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. All right, I have you in program today, so you're going to go over the air. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> like, yes, I know I had a conversation with myself for a little bit. Yeah, these things happen. Don't worry about it. It's too much going people, on. Listen, people do not. I've, I've worked aboard before, so I know. It's people just one button. Yeah. Yeah, they don't understand how much goes into making things happen on air. Well, it was because I had you in a wrong channel. I think I hit the program, but I took you out on that. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. We're here. And uh, yeah, good morning to everybody. Good morning, Sandy. Happy Friday, Aaron. Happy, Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, yes, it's a uh, throwback Christmas music. It's not. It's just <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but yeah. So many, so many classics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So funny. How many times can you hear? Let's hear. What do you think is up next? I'm serious. That could be a contest. What do you think is up next? And it probably oh is. Gosh. Yeah. There's, just, there's actually a lot of Christmas music out there. Must I am. I am telling you there is. And a lot of renditions of like the exact same song. So while it could be the same song, it still could be, you know, totally, totally different. different. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So what's happening in Cayman? What's the latest? Um, uh, COVID related death number seven. Shame. COVID yeah. related. Um, yeah. Um, I saw, so, yeah, that whole uh, news story. I saw all the comments on that one. Like, oh. There's yeah. some people that you just, you're not going to change their mind. Yeah, I, I seldom read comments anymore, to be honest. So. Yeah. Um, and then we have, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate, but what can you do? The U.S. has, uh, President Biden had a press conference yesterday and he's put a few measures in place. Nothing as strict, I think, as as people maybe were kind of thinking might happen. Yeah. But now there's a requirement that everyone, regardless of your um, vaccination status, going into the U.S. has to produce a PCR, or not a PCR, but oh. a, um, he didn't specify which one, but has to provide a COVID-19 uh, negative test 24 hours before um, entry into the country. So it was 72 hours. So they've tightened the timeline um, quite yeah. a bit. But the LFTs are quick. Okay, so what I'm wondering is, can you do that yourself? Like, I don't get... Yeah, I mean, they, they just said... That, yeah, I... I mm, like, can you be at the border? Um, that's what I don't... I need to look into that for my parents. By the way, travel time, got all their stuff sorted. Good. No, I, I'm going <laughs> to talk a little bit about oh. travel time this morning, but... Um, Shout out to them now. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know... Um, I think that, uh, yeah, it doesn't specify, but I would think logically that you probably need a cent, like go to a center and have them do it. Um, cause anybody okay. could be like, oh yeah, this is a lateral flow test. It was like from two days ago <laughs> or well, whatever. Yeah. I mean, totally. That's so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so I know there's places know, at least on Island that do that for when they try to return back to the States. Right. Um, so you know, that Israel has closed its borders completely. Um, yep. No one's coming in. And uh, so, you know, Miss M Miss Kemat is actually in Israel. For the is Michigan she? Pageant. Yes, she is. Oh, no. And? The pageant is on the 12th, so she's preparing for that. And, of is course, she had a contingent of supporters that were supposed to be going next week, Wednesday, I believe. Okay. And so now they will be unable to join her. She did go with a small escort. I think one committee member and her husband went along with her. Um, but two more committee members were going to go um, and support her. Now they can't go. So 
uh, but the pageant's still going forward? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting. And so, will there be flags out for them to leave? Um, yeah, I don't think they have any issue with people okay. leaving. <laughs> they okay. just, you're just not going to come in. Interesting. Um, so they've closed uh, borders to international travelers, but in direct response to Omicron, of course. Yeah. And, um, you know, everyone is looking to slow it down. I think the the president of the United States made a very good comment. There's no stopping this. That's yeah. Yeah, impossible. But what they're trying to do with um, some of the current member uh, current measures that they're putting in place is to slow it down as much as possible so that the scientists can then try to figure out what this is that we're dealing with. So we have, as of yesterday, up to, I believe it was nine um, confirmed cases in the U.S. across five states. So, um, of course, you know, again, to be expected. Yeah. So um, Colorado, Hawaii, Minnesota, New York, and California, two of the biggest states, New York and California, of course. Yeah. So that's interesting. And um, Hawaii was the fifth state in the nation to report a case of the variant. Um, shortly after New York announced that they had identified five cases. Now in New York, quite interestingly enough, there was an anime convention in New York. And so someone has tested positive um, in Minnesota after going to that convention in New York. So okay. of course, you know, that convention probably had thousands of people there. Um, so the they <laughs> are encouraging anyone who was at that convention um, to get tested. Yeah. Doesn't have any travel history. She was just at the convention. Well, so yeah. So it's I mean, over 53,000 attendees at that convention. They're all being urged now to get tested. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I agree. We, you know, figure out what's really going on, give everyone time to, uh, to, to let us know that the, like, it, are our vaccinations really protecting us against it? Is that still, I mean, I know as of right now, they're saying what they're seeing is that it, it is. So that's good. But yeah, they need a little bit more time to sort it right. all out. So, I mean, I just can't, I can't believe that people are still going to events that have 53,000 people. <laughs> I mean, that's what I find shocking. I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't think, I, I don't think everyone is going to events like that, but there are, you know, there are at least 53,000 yeah. people that would do something like that. If you, you know, have a city of a million. It's crazy. Uh, well, you know, it, it is what it is. It's, you know, the problem is I do understand it, there's two different things. There's, you know, like people are like, well, now I'm vaccinated. So this is why I took the vaccine so that I could do this. Or there's people that are like don't believe in any of it. And so they don't care and they're just going to go out and, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know how to, I'm conflicted about how to feel about people who don't believe any of it when they get sick and when they're like on their last, like, do I still, am I supposed to still feel sympathetic? I know this is like a weird question, but I got to tell you, I'm conflicted. I'm kind of like, I feel sorry for their families, but yeah. for them, I'm just kind of like, mm, okay. I feel sorry. I, I mean, I end up obviously, you know, I don't feel bad, but I know what you're saying. You're not, yeah, you're not completely heartless, <laughs> but yeah. um, it's just like my friend's father, you know, she posted up on Facebook like, "Oh, my mom and and father-in-law, they're uh, they 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 got turned away for not being for saying they would never take the vaccine, but they need help. They have COVID and da 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 da. And you know, he he didn't make it. He's done. And he's he, unfortunately this was something that could have been avoided with just a vaccination. But they didn't take the vaccine because and doctors recommended it. But then they were begging to have a doctor see them. I, that's where I'm like, I don't I don't get it." Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, so 
Um, yeah, well, sad but situation. Sad, no, matter, no matter what, any 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 of these tragic deaths, um, it just it's completely avoidable, and it's sad every time you hear about it. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. well, that was a fun Friday conversation. Yeah. Well, you know. But. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Everybody, you know, uh, what's the booster? Is the booster open to everybody? Like, or um, I think by next week it should be. So it's now okay. thirty and over, and okay. I believe my sources said that by next week we should be looking at um, being, you know, completely open to everyone. Great, great news. All right, cool. Well, um, I yeah, again, I, I have good things to say about travel time. So. Uh, I'll let you continue that conversation with okay. your with your folks. <laughs> I'm sure they I'm sure they would love to hear that because they've been yeah. getting getting a hit otherwise. Wow. So yeah. yeah. No one no one's satisfied till they get what they want. And I know, I know. And not everybody appreciates what it takes to do certain things as well. So you know, we I'm try to offer a little balance to the conversation. But Aaron, you have say, a maybe they could you do. Maybe they could have more people though. Hire more people. That's all. I'm I know. Yeah. Trust me. We're we're there with you. <laughs> yeah. You guys all have a good weekend too. Is uh, right. what are you doing? Are you doing anything for the weekend? Anything fun? Um. Well, we're hopefully lateral flow exit testing today. Okay. For that's what I was. Role, so that's exciting. Yeah. And um, if that is what we hope it will be, then yeah, she gets to actually go out. Probably maybe we'll take her to the bookstore or something fun. Well. So. Fingers crossed that you guys are all free. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Have a good Bye one, Erin. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye. All right. So, yes, Aaron. Aaron is busy um, working the board, as you do in the world of radio. It's always a lot going on when you have to do the board by yourself, especially when you get used to somebody else doing it. So I think that when it's her and Blake, that obviously um, Blake does a lot of the board for the two of them. Um, but this is why it's important to um, constantly, you know, keep on top of little skills. So let me tell you all about, speak about that. I'm excited. I do. I woke up with a headache this morning uh, because I did not get enough sleep. So I'm trying to drink a lot of water today just to hydrate myself properly. I just moisturize my skin because, of course, lack of hydration means dry skin. So I'm trying to kick off a good start and drink, at least drink a lot of water. Lose sleep, drink water, and eat better. I'm hoping it makes up for the lost sleep, but somehow I doubt it. So I think I'm going to, yes, ma'am. A UFO. Oh my goodness. A UFO is an So yes, I'm still um, in isolation all this week. I have not left the house. I briefly went out last night after my husband came home because obviously I can, I've never tested positive, so I can still go out and about. But during the day, I'm here on the five year old train. Yes, my goodness, resume lessons too. I gotta tell y'all, it helps. It's nowhere near, um, I don't know how some people are like, shut down all the schools, we'll just learn by Zoom. It's not, it's not incredibly effective. It's hard, especially for younger children to really keep their attention span on a Zoom session. But, you know, it's better than nothing, that's for sure. So, um, 
So listen, I'm, I am really, really tired because I was up again last night late working. And, um, but last night I was like excited about what I was working on. So although, you know, I, I did, I had to send through um, something for production and I, I had an idea and I was like, oh my gosh, could this idea work? And my overseas contact is like, yeah, we can do that. And, you know, everything just kind of came together. I was like so excited about everything coming together. So I was up late last night doing voiceover work and I sent it through to the young lady who was going to put it all together for me. And so she's like, yep, you know, I got a couple other things that I want to do and then I'll send it. And I said, okay, I'm going to go to bed. But you know when you're so excited that you can't really <clears throat> sleep anyway because you want to like see the final product, you want to hear something or whatever. And so... Um, Speaking of sleep, I see Amazon has a sleep aid, natural sleep. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to get some of this. This is a dietary supplement. Uh, anyway, yes. So, you know, I um, I was so excited that she got it done a lot quicker than I thought. So I hadn't yet fallen asleep when she sent it through, and I thought to myself. I might as well get up and, you know, see what's going on. Um, so I was really, really happy to um, see how how the end part came out. So you guys are going to hear it soon. You're going to hear it a little bit later on. But this is one of those things where sometimes you're a bit unsure of yourself and your ability to do something. And then you just get it done. And, um, you know, then you're kind of like, hmm, yeah, that wasn't so bad. So when you're, listen, I'm going to tell you guys this. When you are in the world of um, content creation, which is obviously what I do, there's so much behind the scenes that goes on that people don't know that you have to put together, you know? Um, I think that people underestimate what happens. Like they think you just get in front of a camera, you just start talking and that's it. It's like, whoa, I wish. Um, even in preparation for getting in front of camera and just start talking is requires a lot. And there's so much more that I do that people I don't think really understand what happens at CMR. So. It's a little bit of a hodgepodge of different skill sets. So obviously I have to do some I'm writing. I am doing video work. I do a little bit. I'm not really great with the video editing because I simply haven't had the time to like put into that. So that isn't my area of expertise. So if I really want, um, you know, a video expert, then I've got to leave it to the professionals. And that's what you have to do. So one of the biggest things that I have to do is constantly source professionals who can do what they do best, right? <clears throat> so, um, you know, that's part of my job is to leave certain things to the professional. But then there's certain times when I will do something and, um, you know, I can actually do it better than I thought I could do it. <laughs> and it really gets me excited. So um, one of those was last night. So I was actually doing something. I was like, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. 
and it took a couple takes and now <clears throat> you know it's something that I want to I want to build um that that level of experience and just continue to build on it because not nobody's perfect you know we sometimes are better at some things than others and I think that in the world of business especially when you work for yourself <clears throat> you just have to understand that sometimes you um can just you know you just jump in and you say okay I'm gonna try what do, what, do, what do Caribbean people say? Nothing beats a failure but a trial. So you just try. And sometimes by trying, you actually manage to um, surprise yourself, quite frankly. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, I'm excited. And then I really, I really like, like, I'm kind of project oriented. So I like a lot of projects and stuff. So, you know, when I, when I work on a project that I'm totally excited about or trying to launch something new or introduce something new, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. And I really immerse myself and kind of um, get into it. And there's so many elements of even the CMR website that I want to add. So I was looking at some stuff yesterday with the web guy and I was like, you know, I'd like to add an obituary section, like a scrolling obituary, you know, so you can see on the page who's passed away. Um, but that's kind of... <clears throat> A little bit more challenging because uh, we'd have to kind of work with the funeral homes in terms of getting like names and photos and you know but i think that's a great idea to have a scrolling obituary section i want to do um a job advert section that's very much like um you know a uh what do you call it um people can do the display ad so they still show up like when you pull up the section it looks kind of like a traditional paper with the ads laid out sorry some fuzzy thing that just flew in my face. Um, but <clears throat> yeah, so that's another thing that I'd like to do is have that like as a scrolling ticker on the website. Speaking of jobs, there's a salon that is looking for a team member who can do hair and nails. So if you know of anyone, um, they're open to three to six month contracts for now. And um, <clears throat> they say that you need a resume, cover letter, and if you have social media, um, an existing social media clientele, I think. Oh, wait, that's an old ad. What am I talking about? Somebody sent this to me. Oh, they're, they're messaging me again. I'm looking at the old ad. Oops, never mind. Scratch it. I'm guessing that job has been filled. <laughs> um, so big shout out. We've got Cayman has a number of swimmers that are overseas. There's some at the um, Junior Pan Am uh, tournament in Cali, Colombia. And then we've got some young folks in Ab Ab uh, what is it? Abidubi, United Arab Emirates. I think that's it, right? Um, so quite a few swimmers are overseas at the moment. And it's good that they got in before um, <clears throat> the world started to kind of shut down a little bit. Because, uh, yeah, like some countries like Israel's Abu Dhabi, yeah. <laughs> some countries like Israel have said, mm, we're taking no chances, closing the borders completely. Marshall, good morning. Good morning to Wee Wee. Uh, Cecilia is here. Thank you so much. Miss um, Anne-Marie is here. Robert, thank you. Hello, Joy. Chantel, <clears throat> Bob, good morning. I had a friend named Cecilia. You know what? I 
gonna try to find her. I'm sure I can find her on social media from high school. We were in Spanish class, we were Spanish buddies. She was originally from, I think Chile, and she'd been in the US for a number, for a couple of years by the time we reached high school. Um, really, really good student. Um, so I would always practice my Spanish with her in Spanish class, and then we played tennis together. I think for some reason, she wasn't really in my graduating class. Like I feel like she was in one class above me, but for my electives, we like shared those classes together. So good morning to Bob. Olivia is here. Lily Boo, buenos dias. Diamond Princess says it's Friday. Good morning, everyone. Is Friday really any different for you guys? To me, it's just another day, to be honest. Because going into the weekend, um, you get some family time, but I feel like, you know, again, in this particular business, there's no such thing as like, oh, I can just work nine to five, or it's kind of all over the place, Joe. So we got some things going on this weekend, some events. Good morning, Carla. I think there's a groundbreaking ceremony tomorrow that we've been invited to tomorrow afternoon. So we'll bring that event to you guys live. Um, good morning to Marshall. He says, I'm getting my booster shot this morning. Good for you. So I'm getting closer to doing a booster as well because I did mine. I got to go and log into the portal and double check. But I think mine was in May sometime. And so May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. So I think this, oh yes, we're in December now. I was going to say November. Okay, so I think I'm like coming up on like the six months probably just passed. Wait a minute. Is it from the last shot? Oh, it's from your last shot, right? Or the first shot? It would be six months from... Your first shot. I remember now. Mm, I can double check. I think it's from your first shot, right? So I might be close to needing mine as well. Good morning, Vernita. So good to see you. Yes, you cannot replace sleep, but um, eating well and drinking lots of water is good too. Um... Good morning to Felicia. Good morning, uh, Janet. She says, get Valerian, Sandy, for sleep. Ooh, what's that? So let me look it up at Amazon. I got Amazon open this morning. Um, normally, when somebody sees Amazon open on my computer, it's not a good thing. So Valerian root. Mm. So they have it in a liquid form. Is a liquid form better? I find that sometimes liquids are better in terms of absorption than actually taking a capsule. You know, a lot of times when you take a capsule, you lose a certain percentage of, um, you lose a certain percentage of, you know, whatever's in it really. So um, liquids can be very, very effective. There's different ways of administering medication and some are actually better than others in, in terms of the immediate absorption. That's why when you go to the hospital, you notice that if you really, you know, <laughs> Uh, sick, they're gonna they're gonna do it intravenously um, for most things. So they're gonna put it through um, directly into your veins. Yeah. So um, I'll check that out. Thank you very much, Janet, for that recommendation. Um, Ervalyn, thank you. Romelia, good morning. She says, "Have a blessed day in the Lord. Keep smiling and loving." She's always, not always, but mostly positive, Miss <laughs> Romelia. 
Miss Romilia is a very typical Caymanian um, mother. Cece should know not to mess with her mommy. Um, oh, someone is recommending a Valerian mint tea. Mm, do they have this available in the Cayman Islands? So it says that Valerian is a powerful, um, very powerful and distinct tasting root that has been used since the 10th century. It's often used to unwind after a busy day um, or enjoyed before bed. Mm, so peppermint is known for its clean, refreshing flavor. So this looks like a combination of peppermint and um, the Valerian root uh, and sensation of coolness. Okay, blended together, Valerian and peppermint balance each other out to create a relaxing traditional tea. Is this tea available in the Cayman Islands? Hmm. And it says, um, oh, there's another one, hemp-infused botanical tea called Hello Goldie Sleep in Sunday. Oh, don't you wish you could sleep in on Sundays? Okay, that one's upside down. That last one I can't read because it's upside down. I mean, I can read it, but it's taxing my brain, especially when my brain is tired. <laughs> so we got to flip that last image. Um, so listen, we got some birthday shout outs to do this morning. I'm so excited um, to do these. Um, so funny thing is there are two Kevins in my life <laughs> and both of them have a birthday today. So Damien, good morning. Good morning. It's Gladys, uh, Lavona, Lavona, good morning. Um, Wee Wee says, last shot. Six months from the last shot. Oh, oh yeah, then I got time, honey child. I have got myself some time. So um, Kevin number, I don't know if I should do Kevin number one or Kevin number two. Let's do Kevin number one first. Um, so big birthday shout outs this morning going out to two Kevins. Kevin number one, da-da! I need my sound effects back. I need to talk to my husband about that. Um, Kevin Dawkins, happy birthday to Kevin Dawkins. Um, he sent out a birthday invite claiming that he's still, um, did he say 25 or 35? I had to laugh when I saw it. I was like, uh, how old did you say? And he's like, don't focus on the age. Um, he's so funny. So he is going to be celebrating in style this weekend, without a doubt. That's how Kevin does it, my dear child. Um, he is the most fashionable people that we know, <laughs> loves to be in style. So yes, happy birthday to Kevin. I think he says he's 25 still. And when I said, I was like, oh, never mind the age. <laughs> I had to laugh. So Kevin and I go way back, child. That's my longtime donkey friend. And um, you know what is so funny is there were times when we would go to an event together um, yeah, somebody said 35 when his classmates, she just messaged me laughing. I know, child. I'm like, how old are you? He's like, never mind. <laughs> so um, one of my, uh, yes, ma'am. Outside and, um, and out and where our neighbors are in by mm -hmm. the fence, um, um, we could like, we could swim wherever we want. We could swim in our swimming pool and we could mm -hmm. swim in the lake. Yeah, if if we had a swimming pool. We don't actually have a swimming pool, so yes, that's that's uh But 
Yeah, well, that? it's it's on a wish list. I don't know about soon, but uh, it's definitely on a wish list. So big shout out to Kevin um, Dawkins, folks. I was going to say that Kevin and I um, go way back, at, so much so that sometimes we would go to events together and we would actually be dressed alike. And people would be like, oh, did you guys plan this? And we actually didn't. So it was kind of funny, um, but we would just own it. We'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't we look cute dressing alike? Um, so I'm going to show you guys a couple photos of, of Kevin and I. Um, he's probably going to kill me this morning because no doubt his coworkers would be like, oh, Sandy was talking about you on the radio. Um, he's got some people who, Kevin doesn't, he's not really that huge on social media, but um, he definitely, uh he seems to still hear stuff that's going on through the grapevine, through the mall road. So yes, hold on. I'm going to pick up, I'm going to find a couple shots of Kevin. Uh, where is he? So by the way, Kevin and another good friend of mine, Mary, um, celebrate birthdays. So Mary's birthday is, I think hers is tomorrow and Kevin is today. So um, you guys got to see Kevin and I looking sexy. Hold on, I'm going to pull up some pictures. Um, so yes, honey child, Kevin and I go way back. I don't even know. I keep thinking about, sometimes you're like, how did you meet someone? You know how you're trying to remember? Child, I can't even remember with Kevin. I don't even know. But we just go way back. Um, had some good years. Lots and lots of fun throughout the years. I'm trying to find one of our matching photos. But okay, let me show you guys these in the meantime. So here's one. I don't even know what event this was, but we were out to, I feel like this was maybe, I don't know, was it a comedy show? I'm not really sure, but look at Kevin. You know, you're super cool when you wear shades at night, right? Definitely. You're living a, a different life. Um, that's like total fashion fashionista. So here is Kevin and Mary at a birthday celebration that he had. So I don't know how many years ago this was. This is probably quite a few years ago. Mary looking beautiful as always. I swear Mary doesn't age at all. And Kevin always has the best birthday cakes in terms of decorations. They always are on point. So him and Mary that year was kind of, you know, cutting the cake together since they're like a day apart. And they're very similar in their personalities in certain ways, I must say. And then this is him and I again um, at, I think this might've been the comedy club event or something. No, this was this was his birthday party. This is another birthday party, another year. Um, and so we went to that. And um, I think him and Melanie, I think she has a birthday that's kind of close to his as well. So I feel like, um, I feel like the two of them, um, hmm, might have celebrated this particular one together, as I recall. Uh, let me see if I can find some more. There's tons of, of Kevin and I, because we were always, oh yeah, this is one of my favorite ones. Um, yeah, we go back, this is way back to 2009, wow. Um, and this is one of those accidental pairings. So again, we did not actually um, plan it, but 
we showed up in style together. So here's this one of us. This was a fundraising event. I remember this um, at the wharf. Uh, Justice Ramsey was there at the time. She's a magistrate. And uh, yeah, that was us younger, 2009. Wow. So I believe this might have been a big brothers, big sisters event because you guys know she was, I feel like she was the patron of that. Um, and she was the MC and, you know, really supported that event. So that was 12 years ago. And there we are, um, again, not planning it, but showing up together and everybody go, did you guys plan your outfits? And we're like, no, we didn't. But, uh, there we were dressed alike. Um, here's another one. Hold on. I'm going to show you another one from 2010. Um, gosh, I haven't seen these people in a hot minute, but this was, I don't even know what event this, I feel like this might've been a new year's event, like ushering the new year, especially the way I was dressed. Cause normally I wouldn't wear sound at kind of like sequins and sparkles like that, unless it was like maybe a new year's event. Uh, so there's, um, Del, Del me, what's her name again? She moved away, right? I think she's in New York or something. Um, so, yeah. Okay, well, that's the first big birthday shout out of the day. So happy birthday to um, Kevin. Hope you have a fantabulous day. And Kevin number two also has a birthday today. Kevin Wattler. Our own CMR, Kevin Wattler. Happy birthday to you, Kevin. Um, so amazing that the two of you support, uh, have the same birthday, really. So wishing you all the best today. I don't even know how old this Kevin is. I feel like this Kevin is probably the age that the other Kevin is claiming to be. <laughs> so he's probably closer to that 35-year mark. Um, but yes, Kevin came on in. Um, Miss, his, Miss Janet, his mom is normally watching the show and uh, we're hoping that he has a fabulous weekend. He's able to go out and celebrate a little bit. You know, there's more things to do in the U.S., but of course, still be careful. So yeah, this is our Kevin. And by the way, I want to congratulate Kevin. He has um, gotten a new job recently and uh, see, I guess that he's 35, uh, right on the money. Um, so yes, uh, he's gotten a new job recently. So his life is going to be super exciting. Somebody was messaging me the other day saying, um, what's going on with the evening shows? And I said, what? They're like, I miss, I miss having Kevin on air and you know, are you guys not doing the evening shows anymore? And I meant to send Kevin this message, but I think I actually forgot. And, um, I said, oh, I said, well, you know, we're, we're taking a little bit of a break because um, to be honest, I feel like there really is so, only so much you can talk about COVID. But um, the person said, have all of the evening shows stopped for now with Kevin? I miss them. And I said, aw. They said productions like what you guys do had, productions like what you guys had going would be a great start to fill local programming on a local station or streaming service. So yes, well, consider YouTube and Facebook your streaming service. <laughs> but we'll do more. I mean, as things um, develop and become 
relevant, even with the Omicron um, variant. You know, by next week, we may do a show if we have more information, more details on it to really talk about. But yes, Kevin, you're missed. There are people who are like, where's Kevin? I missed having content in the evenings. And of course, you know, I'm always looking um, for more content and to push content through. And that's every year, that's my goal is to just add more content to CMR. So happy birthday to Kevin Watler. Um, congratulations on your new job. He's gonna be at my alma mater. So at USF. So Kevin, at some point, I'm gonna plan a Tampa trip, a throwback Tampa trip. And um, you are gonna have to give me a tour on campus to learn all the ins and outs. I, I know the campus has probably changed a lot since I graduated in 90, when was that, 95? So um, yeah, you're gonna have a lot to show me when I come back. Um, so I'm like super excited that he's actually there. And uh, it's, a, it's a promotion too. So good, good for Kevin. Um, I cannot believe that that's 26 years already, 1995. Oh my God. I've been out of university, my first degree for 26 years. Are you kidding me? That's so wild. Um, so yes, I'm, I'm going to be excited to return. I'll do a post post COVID trip to, to Tampa. So Louis, good morning. Um, 35 degrees, light snow with a high of 40 in Detroit today. Good morning to Scott. How are you? Tracy says, my husband and I are celebrating our 28th wedding anniversary today. What? Tracy, congratulations. Wow, 28 years. That's a long time too. Um, nice. Oh my gosh, that's a lifetime together. So happy anniversary to the two of you. Um, may you have many, 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 many more. Yes. Um, what else we got going on? I also saw Miss Lisa and Dan Scott celebrated an anniversary. I think it was yesterday, the day before. I saw that in Facebook, 26 years. And um, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, lots of lots of things going on into the holiday season. Uh, Tracy, please tell your husband happy anniversary on behalf of everyone here at CMR. Marshall says happy birthday to both Kevins and Larry giving us his weather update. Uh, by the way, Darlene Manzanares is in Cayman. Now, I've noticed since she's been here that I haven't really seen her online. She's probably so busy trying to catch up with everything that she has going on and that she has to do, right? Um, so, let me see here now. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm super... Um, excited that today we will be going to do our lateral flow test. Hopefully we are testing right out of this joint. Um, so not lateral flow test or PCR exit test. So yes. So um, little Miss Gianna has to do her PCR test this morning. We're excited because that means next week she will be back in school. And uh, that's... It looks a little rainy and stormy. And stormy. Because, because the sky is not blue, it's gray. The sky is not blue, it's gray. You're right. And I do think we're going to get some rain this morning. And I've noticed the trees outside, and there's a little bit of wind factor as well. But don't worry, the rain never really killed anybody in the Cayman Islands, so we'll be okay. Mama? Yes, ma'am. I want to go 
jump in the muddy puzzles. And I want to go get my raincoat. You want to get a raincoat and jump in muddy puzzles? Oh my gosh. Mommy, uh, you said muddy puzzles. Muddy, I said muddy puzzles? No, sorry. I meant to say muddy puddles. She's a real stickler for... Her father says she's just, she's, he's like, whenever she corrects him or she says like something with precision, he's like, oh, she's just like you. Like, seriously, she's gotten that from you. Because <laughs> he, he thinks that sometimes I, I minor in the fine points of things. And he's like, oh, I think her daughter has that same trait. I'm like, good, good for her because the details matter. <laughs> so, you know, for some people, they're like, oh, let's not get into them. Um, Let's not get into the uh, nitty gritty of things. And she's like, no, daddy, it is this and not this. And so she's, uh, yeah, she really is sweet. Um, good morning, Siobhan. Emma says, good morning, 64 degrees where I am and love it. Emma, where are you? Are you somewhere else or then came in? Uh, Miss Olive, good morning to you. Thank you so much. Buenos dias to Miss Alba. So um, let's talk about a few things this morning. Let's start off with the court cases. Mm. Y'all know how much I do not really, you know, they're a necessary evil. Let me just put it that way. We got to talk about it. So let's just, ugh. So yesterday, uh, Darren Ebanks was um, taken, um, remanded to custody, thank God. And you guys will remember that Darren um, had assaulted multiple people um, back in September of last year. Now, Darren definitely needs some therapy. If there's anything that he needs, um, I would say it's a good therapist. Now, you know, he's going to go to jail for over three years, almost got um, uh, four years, but um, he, I think one of the things will run concurrent. Mommy. Yes, Mama. I don't remember you dropping a pineapple on your toe. No. I remember. You remember that when you were three? Yeah. Such a long time ago. I'm not so sure that that actually happened. I certain, certain memories seem to be created. <laughs> And everything happened when she was three. I don't know what it was about being three, but that was a pivotal year in her five years of life so far, I gotta tell you. Um, let me just, so yeah, so this winner, um, you know, was uh, beating people up and doing so much in one night. In one night, he assaulted four separate people and um, so he went to trial. He's found guilty in nine out of 11. I think you guys remember we talked about this. Nine out of the 11 offenses. And um, now he is um, sentenced and off to jail. So um, so I'm, I'm glad, actually, that he's going to jail. Because quite honestly, the nature of um, 
the offenses is quite shocking. I mean, this guy just was on a rampage. Um, he first assaulted his friend at the um, local bar. And then um, he then didn't have enough, apparently, of beating up one person. People had to pull him off of his friend or his acquaintance. I guess they're probably not friends anymore. And then he went on to um, another location. And uh, this person is a woman that was known to him in a previous relationship. And then he assaulted her and her friend. And I think that there were a number of domestic calls. And this is why I keep telling young ladies, believe me you, if a guy is going to put his hands on you one time, you need to end the relationship. Do not take any chances. Don't believe him when he says he's sorry and he was drunk and he gives you all kinds of excuses. He was high. He was this way. No. Nah, get rid of him the first time. Because if you survive the first time, you're probably um, incredibly fortunate. So here's this guy. And he works out. He's a muscled up guy too, which is really sad because the women, um, unfortunately, didn't even have a chance against him in a rage. Um, so he went to the second location. Um, you know, I think at first he, he showed up kind of late and they didn't want to let him in. But you know, it's kind of like, okay, let's try to placate him because I think the lady knew how he could get. And then he comes inside and then he was eating food. And then I think something happened where he like threw the food at her and he started assaulting her and her friend was like, okay, you, sh you need to leave. And then he started assaulting the friend. So he beat up two women at one location. And by the way, in front of a very young child, the dude needs help. And um, he did the most to these two women, including throwing one girl on a glass table. She's lucky. She's very, very lucky. And then he smashed up the phone of the other victim so they could even um, call for help is what he was thinking. He returned. And by then they had thankfully locked the door and they were on a phone call with 911. Uh, he broke the nose of one of those um, ladies. The other one, I saw her days after the event when he was arrested and he made his first court appearance. And one thing I must say about these victims, um, at least some of them, is once they'd had enough, they were like, okay, this is it, folks. I, you know, I'm going to see this through. And she was showing up to court and I applaud her for that. Um, but man, I tell you, when I saw her face, I was like, oh my God. And this would have been probably like a week or day, definitely days after the event, right? And I thought, wow, if your face looks like that now, I couldn't imagine the pain uh, that she was in the night of the actual event. Um, unbelievable. Like bruises and, and lacerations and a broken nose. And oh my God, unbelievable. So um, let's hope that this guy gets... Mama, yes, ma'am. You feel lonely without help. You feel lonely? Yeah. But I'm right here. No, without help. What is that? Don't worry, Mama. Um. So, yeah, so he was on, on a 
right, of terrorizing people. So then, I mean, you would have thought that that would have been enough, right? That, okay, you beat up one guy, you beat up two women. Um, okay, you know, that's enough. Well, apparently not. Um, he continued. And he went on to another location with another woman where he um, then proceeded to assault her and um, broke her glasses, um, beat her up, bit her on the nose and the N-I-P-P-L-E-S. Really sick, dude. Uh, refused to allow her to put in her contacts so that um, she could see even. And then he assaulted, uh, basically kidnapped her for the night is what he did until early the next morning. And then she has a poor dog and he um, assaulted the dog as well. I mean, this this guy, uh, you know, I hate to call people losers, but um, yeah, he's a loser. There's really no other way to describe somebody like this. So um, he was charged with confinement in her case um, because it is obviously an offense to kidnap somebody and to keep them against their will. What a rampage. It was so interesting when he first got bail in this case. I remember sitting in court and I listened to um, Magistrate, um, oh, what's his name? Foldat saying that, you know, if the charges are proven against him, he's like, oh, you know, in all likelihood, you'll, you'll be going to jail. And I was like, in all likelihood, uh, I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope that this is an immediate uh, jail sentence. Like, seriously, there should be nothing else on the table for people like this. Um, yeah, you've got school later. But of course, um, yes, he, you know, still somehow managed to um, to get bail. I mean, he had, he had some, quote unquote, strict... Um, you know, pr provisions in place for bail. So he was wearing an ankle monitor and other things. But um, wow, this, this dude is special. Really, really special. Um, kind of reminds me of another guy, the Brandon Beckett guy, right? You, you know that some people, you as a woman, I don't know if your parents ever told you this. I'm hoping that you guys know this by now, but there's certain types of personalities that you should never, ever entertain in a relationship. And in my mind, um, Darren Ebanks, women out there, is one of them. I don't care what else he might be offering. Here he is pumping weights, probably pumping up some of that aggression that he's got. Um, this is the kind of guy that you know you stay away from. This is the guy that your mother, if she didn't warn you about, um, she should have warned you about. You know, don't even engage people like this in a relationship. And I know Cayman is small, but despite Cayman being so small, it appears to me that um, a lot of people are still able to get away with people just not knowing 
what, who they really are. I mean, he's a good looking little guy from West Bay. Not a bad looking fella at all. So I'm sure that has all the girls fooled. And I'm sure he targets women who are not from Cayman, who probably don't know his history, because most Cayman and girls be like, oh, no, 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 TD. I'm not going to be dealing with him, you know, because mm. everybody in Cayman know he's crazy and got a, a screw loose and will beat you over nothing. So here he is at dessert, probably some woman paying the bill um, at a restaurant. But um, yeah, the, this dude is sick. So, um, you know, his, his victims, um, the ones that I saw coming to court were very fearful. Um, Marshall says, yeah, he needs to be put away for a long time. He's a sick maniac. Damien's is verbal or, um, manipulation and physical abuse from a woman also. Yeah. Listen, Damien, that happens, but let me be very, very crystal clear here. 90%. I'm going to give you the 10%. I don't even think it's that high, but 90% of the abuse is one directional men to women i'm not dismissing the 10 percent because there should be no relationships where anyone has to endure any kind of abuse but the nature of what it is men tend to be the aggressors and they tend to be the abusers and men apparently will abuse you for anything in the world right now there are women damien who are fearful of the men in their lives. Mama, yes, ma'am. Try it and see. Try some new fruits. Mama, they, they, Mama, yeah, so, um, you know, what was I? I just lost my train of thought here, but I was going to say that um, in terms of the balance, right, um, there are women right now who are fearful of even going and getting a COVID vaccine because the men in their lives are going to beat them up. Imagine what I'm saying to you. Someone wants to do something to protect themselves, their children, and their community, and they are afraid to do it. They're having, if they're going to do it, they have to hide and get the vaccine because there are men in this country who don't think that you as a woman, although everybody's like, oh, it's a personal choice, blah, blah, blah. There are men in this country who are telling women basically that they have no choice, that they better not take the vaccine. It's their bodies. So someone's gonna tell you, you're in trouble if you take a vaccine or they're gonna beat you up and they're forcing that on you. Are they also forcing you to be getting pregnant when you don't wanna have kids? Like what else are they forcing you to do? I mean, it's just, it's unfortunate, but I, I, I know of specific situations where this is happening and um, the women are legit afraid. And I've seen them sometimes at the vaccine clinic and they're like, Miss Sandy, don't put me on camera, you know? And I'm like, what's going on? And they might not have said anything, but other people have told me that they're afraid that someone that they're in a relationship with is going to find out that they're getting vaccinated and they're going to beat the SHIT out of them. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? This is for real. It's sad. Why would you be in a relationship with someone like that? But you know, I guess it's tougher once you've had kids and certain things happen to try to get out. 
Oh, some of these monsters. I don't even know how, how are we raising children like this? They got some serious problems. Um, sorry, says with good behavior, he'll be out early. Yeah, well, he only has to serve 60% of his sentence, you know, provided nothing else gets added on. Now, he's not quite done yet. He's back in court next week for another wound in charge. So I'm hoping that runs consecutively and not concurrently. That's another thing they need to get rid of, just con con concurrent foolishness. Make every single charge really count. <sighs> Good morning to Alice. Hi, Wee says he would never use his hands again if that was me. Child. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, um, Marshall says he looks good on the outside, but is messed up on the inside. Sicko. And Wee says, yes, when you love something, you don't hurt it. That's right. Um, and it's, it really is unfortunate, you know, that we have raised little monsters in this community. No one wants to, um, take accountability. How do you raise somebody like this? You know, I'm sorry, but something must have happened to him as a child that we need to really think about because the only way to really fix people like him, it's, listen, you know how hard it is to, to fix a piece of glass once you've broken it? You take a glass um, cup or glass, you know, and you break it, it's going to shatter into a million pieces. Sometimes you cannot put that back together despite your best efforts. You glue it together, the cracks are still there. And it's just waiting for another incident to fall apart yet again. Prevention is better than cure. So I'm always curious as to what happened to him? Why is he the way that he is? Was he exposed to one of his own parents abusing somebody else in his life? Because you know, the truth of the matter is so many people live with childhood trauma um, where they are just messed up because of bad parenting and what their parents expose them to. There's another situation I was talking with a friend this week and she was saying some of the stuff that someone in her life has had to endure, abuse, manipulation, narcissistic parents, and, you know, some parents are so concerned only about themselves that literally they throw their children to the wolves in all sorts of different ways, physically, emotionally, sexual abuse. Um, you know, they, they make their children who they become as adults and they really screw them up. Now, I think that, um, you know, it's also important for people to know that whilst you can't fix that glass, there is some degree of hope that with proper therapy, intensive therapy, you can learn to manage your anger because this, this guy obviously has some anger issues, right? And he can get help. So I'm not writing him off for life I'm only writing him off if he refuses to take accountability and refuses to get help. And one of the things that the judge apparently said yesterday, Judge Richards, is that the, um, what's it called? Social inquiry report, the SIR, demonstrated that, or strongly believed that he's gonna offend again because he refuses to take any accountability for his behavior. So that's one of the that's one of the indicators of, um, you know, whether or not you are going to reoffend, right?
So if you're willing to accept that, okay, I did something wrong, that means that you actually have to take some degree of responsibility for what you did, right? And it does not appear, all indications are, that he isn't going to do that. He's not going to take any responsibility for his actions. Still, even after being found guilty, terrorizing all these women, he's not apologizing to anyone. He is uh, not going to take responsibility for his actions. He's going to just keep on keeping on, apparently. Because that's where it starts, right? It starts with you admitting you've done something wrong, apologizing to the people that you have um, done something wrong too, and then trying to get the help that you need to correct the behavior, especially going forward. So he's off to jail. Um, you know, I wouldn't recommend he go up and then trying to beat up anybody because he might learn a couple of tough lessons. So thank you, Ms. Shirley, watching us from Florida. Appreciate the love. Um, Ms. Emma says a lot of a lot more men are being abused than we will ever be aware of because most men don't speak of it. No, I mean, without a doubt, um, that is true. I think that some men are being objected, subjected um, to abuse. And the message remains the same. Whether you're a man or a woman, if you're a man and you're in an abusive relationship, you need to get out. Um, we have seen right here in this community, uh, there was a case in the BRAC woman, remember that, that Spanish lady? I forget where she was from, but she stabbed the guy and killed him uh, right here in East End. Not the Spanish lady, but it doesn't really matter where you're from. She stabbed that boyfriend and killed him too. Um, and now has to raise his child that she's pregnant with at the time, apparently. Oh my God. I couldn't even imagine that situation, but that was a very violent situation, apparently. Um, from the onset, the two seem to have really liked to fight and fuss and carry on. None of that is normal behavior. Um, and I think when you grow up in a home where that didn't happen and you enter that type of relationship, automatically it's, it has to be a shock to your system and you need to get out. I think what ends up happening, though, is a lot of people have experienced that roller coaster. So even some of the women who themselves then become victims it's because they grew up in a household seeing a mother be a victim or seeing a sibling be a victim or whatever. So it's not that far-fetched for them to think that that's a normal life. So some of her comments, um, one person says, I would not be shocked to know that he has um, no father or an abuse, abusive father. Um, Uh, somebody says, child, they call it passion. They rule in their eyes. Yeah, they're not passion. Um, so, um, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Okay, let's see who else we got here. Um, uh, da -da -da, so, um, mm -hmm. all right, so people. Oh gosh, I forgot to send out my little notice to my um, my news group. Somebody's like, "Are you on YouTube this morning?" Oh, oops, sorry. Um, 
I think most people are finding me right on YouTube. Um, da, 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 Damien, thank you so much. He has some serious anger issues and needs help. Definitely. Uh, Marshall says, I think that children who grew up with that kind of behavior, it's what they're used to. Yes. And abused by the parents is just a vicious cycle. Absolutely. Yeah. The North side one. Did I say East end? I think I've said East end, but it was North side, but yeah. Another very tragic situation. Uh, let's take a quick commercial break. I'll send the notification out to the people on the WhatsApp group. So, um, yes. So, listen, folks, if you've been delaying getting your Christmas tree, today is December the 3rd. Get on it. Get your Christmas decorations. Um, yesterday, I was putting up more decorations. I did the dining room now with the place um, settings and the table runner and all that kind of stuff. My husband's like, is that a little bit too early for this part? And I'm like, no. It's never too early. Once you're in the month of December. So I'm all for if you're in the month of December. Um, yeah, let's just get on it. Santa's coming. So start to decorate. And all the little boys and girls, you better behave. Um, so yes, we're excited around here. The Christmas tree's been up. Tomorrow will be a week. And more decorations going up. More lights are going up. We don't do a whole lot of lights on the outside. But we did put some in the backyard and the garden this year. You only have probably a day or so to get your Christmas tree sorted out from Wonderland Christmas because I think they only have about 40 trees less left is what I've been told. So get your trees, folks. Time is ticking. Wonderland Christmas trees are here. It's official. It's Cayman's most wonderful time of the year. Don't delay or all the elves will give the trees away. Stop by our Christmas tree lot to select from the finest balsam fir trees, starting at $100 for 5 to 6 feet. Christmas lot is located right next to Costuless in Governor Square. Selected from the best farms in Canada, your tree has been grown with love and care by all our elves for many years. Wonderland Christmas trees is owned and operated by experienced elves with over 6 years of industry experience. Don't trust your Christmas tree needs to anyone else. And remember, for every tree you purchase, Wonderland Christmas trees makes a donation to feed our future and Meals on Wheels. Visit wonderlandtrees.ky or find us on Facebook to place your order today. Christmas tree sales going on now. Don't delay. Wonderland Christmas trees, your best choice for Christmas. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. We have you covered for 64 years as the island's trusted energy provider for all three islands. Home Gas is your number one supplier of propane and propane products in the Cayman Islands. Offering same-day delivery on Grand Cayman. Place your order before midday and the Home Gas delivery team will get your tank topped up in any district island-wide. Same-day delivery. One of the reasons people prefer Home Gas to anyone else. We've got you covered. Call us today on 949 7474 Give your family the gift of Roquet. Looking for the perfect gift idea for the entire family? Then look no further than Roquet, Cayman's number one streaming experts. Confused by VPNs, Amazon Prime, Netflix geolocking, UK channels disappearing, where to find your favorite events, and so much more? Roquet takes the guesswork out of the world of streaming, doing the hard work for you. Give them a call today and see why Roquet is Cayman's most knowledgeable and customer-focused streaming support company. 345-926-1213. That's 345-926-1213. Call them. Aeropost makes Christmas easy. In just three steps, you can have all your Christmas shopping done. Step one, buy. Shop online with the retailer of your choice. 
Step two, pre-alert your package and upload your invoice with our state-of-the-art customer portal. Step three, receive your package at our GT office without the hassle of customs clearance. Christmas has never been easier than this. Contact us today at 321-4490 via WhatsApp 954-260-9620 to register and take advantage of our discounted special. All right, folks. So time is ticking. If you are Santa's little elf and need to get all these things done for the holidays, you don't have much time left. Um, today is December the 3rd. So literally you've got one, two, three weeks. That's it. Um, three weeks from tomorrow will be December the 25th. It falls on a weekend this week, this year. It's a Saturday. Um, so get ready. Mm. The theme for this year, quality over quantity. So you don't have to have a million trees or a million gifts. Yes. At 930. So folks, um, get your um, gifts. And you know what? I'm saying quality over quantity. That doesn't mean you have to go spend a pile of money. You can make stuff. It's really the thought that counts, right, for Christmas gifts and showing that you have thought about the person and that you want to give them something special. Uh, lots of options. Um, Aeropost, actually, they have a shopping portal as part of their website. Hopefully, um, Dino can maybe join us one day next week. He's been super busy this week. This has been Black Friday was Friday, then Cyber Monday, Cyber Week. I mean, they're coming up with all of these, um, all of these different, you know, <laughs> options to, to kind of get your bargains in. But they actually have on their website um, an element to the shopping portal as well, where you can go in and um, and just pick something right from the website. The good thing about that is you do not have to worry about what the landed cost is going to be because the cost that you see on the website is your landed cost. So it's everything, customs duty, shipping, the works. That's what you're going to pay. So big shout out to the census. They've got, I think, a couple more weeks as they continue to wrap things up. Um, please participate in the census, folks. Census 2021. Census. Come on, get ready. Census. Starting 10th of October 2021. Census. Where stay you ready? Census. East end, we come in. Census. Everyone will be counted. Census. 2021 census. But in town are you ready? Census. Church town we coming. Census. Your info will be secret. Not I get ready. Census. Rockers will be counted. Census. Little came on we coming. Census. People get ready. Census. 2021 census. Todos se cuentan. Census. Latinos Filipinos back and down. 2021 census. census. Papa are you ready? Census. Mama will be counted. Children and toddlers, census. 2021 census. Information is secret. Census. 2021 census. Starting October 10th. 2021 census. There are so many that need basic things um, or have that need basic needs. Yes, absolutely. Um, it, you know, I think that some gifts can be terribly impractical. Um, sometimes people just need something. Speaking of needing something, anybody 
needs um, a free lunch. Let me grab my gift certificate pile here. Um, courtesy of Burger King or Popeyes. Big shout out to Scott. He was watching earlier. Scott hooked me up with some of his nice, flaky, and absolutely delicious sausage rolls this week. So that was nice. Um, so, you know, sometimes in this program, people win a gift certificate and then they re-gift it to somebody else, which I think is so sweet. So last time, Ervalyn won and she re-gifted it to um, a school kid who might want to just enjoy a little treat at, at, you know, Burger King or Popeye's. So thank you very much, Ervalyn. Um, so yes, uh, let me think of maybe, um, Jamelia says she'll take one. Okay, Jamelia, which would you like, BK or Popeye's? Um, they've got some interesting and, and, you know, fresh products that are going to be launching in 2022. So I want you guys to keep an eye out for that. Jonathan says, I think I'm going to ask Santa for some new locks for my doors and windows, bars, and a safe for Christmas. Ooh, you sound like you got something to be hiding, child. Uh, Jamila, uh, message me. Um, Tracy says, sorry, but a shout out to one dog at a time and volunteering tomorrow. Uh, great finds and all goes to our furry friends. Oh, nice. Yes, uh, so many wonderful um, organizations, such as One Dog at a Time, the Humane Society as well, do a really fantastic job. So thank you so much for all of the great things that they do. Um, Miss Loretta will take one. Okay, please message me in WhatsApp, 324-1612. Let's not make these, these expire. Last time they expired because I kept forgetting to give them away. So yes. Uh, Larry says, does Burger King still have two for one, two for six? I'm not sure. They're always running specials, I feel like. Um, normally, they send us their specials on Friday. So I'll have a look at the email list here shortly. Um, oh, thank you very much. Um, okay. All right, we got some stuff to put on the website today. Mm -hmm. She's relaxing. I hear you there, Chiquita. Um, two for eight, says Loretta. All right, close enough. Um, yeah, we talked about food prices yesterday, folks. And believe me when I tell you, you'd be surprised how much food, the price of food has gone up. Ingredients, shipping, everything. Judy would like one. Yes, please message me. Not a problem. Uh, Jonathan says, nothing to hide. Just going to try to keep my stuff before Christmas comes. Oh, so you're keeping it in a safe and behind bars. <laughs> I don't think that things are quite that bad yet. Um... <laughs> Jonathan cracks me up. Um, his his G4, is it G3 or G4 plan? I was thinking, Jonathan, maybe you were trying to hide some of those things in a safe. Mm, I don't know. Uh, let me see what else we got going on. Um. <sighs> I'm going to just put the number up here so you guys can see it. Definitely was it me. And we can link that situation. 
And Shirley says, if a person decided that they don't want to participate in the census, is there a charge? Yes, there is. Persons are reporting that census officers are harassing them because they've been paid per person. I don't know if they get paid per person, but it's actually against the law to not participate in the census. We've talked about this before. And um, you can be fined upwards of $5,000 if you refuse to participate. You know, we... Miss Jana, put my certificates back, please. No, 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 this is mine to eat. That's yours to eat? Um, 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 um. You don't eat the paper. You take the certificate. Um, the... Um, 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 oh, my goodness. She's like, These are mine to eat. We actually had Popeye's yesterday. We had a little treat for lunch. Um, Popeye's from yesterday? Remember you had Popeye's yesterday? I want more Popeye's. No, you can't have it every day, ma'am. You cannot have it every day. Um... So, looks like I'm going to soon have a co-host. Y'all see why it's necessary for school to get back come Monday, right? Um, so, yes, you can be fined. Those are your vitamins. You can be fined um, $5,000 for not participating in the census. But, I mean, I would think and I would hope that that isn't necessary. Just participate in the census. There's valuable information that they obtain that will help the policymakers know where to fund, what projects to fund, what the needs of the people, you know what I mean? So um, this is the letter that they will leave behind, I suppose, just reminding you um, of, you know, what the law says. So yes, section 18 of the Statistics Act 2016 um, says that any disclosure of individual information to non-ESO parties is subject to criminal liability. So that's them reassuring you that, you know, they can't share your information by law because that will be a criminal act. But they also remind you that section 14 of the act um, says that anyone who refuses to answer the census questions before the notice period can result in a fine of $5,000. And you can participate, you can call. There's other things that you can do. Like you can do, some people have done it over the phone. Um, don't complain when you, you know, don't get the things that, oh, well, we have this need in the community. It's like, oh yeah, and did you participate in the census, by the way? You know, can they prove that there is an actual need for those things? Because if you didn't participate in the census, who knows? This is why. Helps to the information they collect, helps them to know certain things about growing areas of concern, roads and infrastructure, economic development and jobs, nonprofit organizations, healthcare and social services, public safety, schools and childcare. That's why, how many children are in your home? What are their ages? It's only once every 10 years, folks. I mean, good grief. In your lifetime, you might do it. 10 times if you're lucky. So, you know, I think some people claim that they're being harassed, but they just don't want to do it. So that's just an excuse. Uh, they ain't being harassed, child. Um, yes, I sure hope that's the case because one week running solo has been more than enough fun. Um, yeah, and I, I remember the lockdown. Obviously, that was more than a week. 
there are people here illegally, so they won't disclose who lives in the household. Well, that's why they tell you um, in the census that they do not report anything to the police. Um, they don't share that, that information with anyone. And that is why they're encouraging you to do it without any fear of, you know, being deported or anything else. Um, you know, in hopes that you will be honest, because even if we have illegal people here, we still need to get a decent fix in the population. Remember one of the reasons, I know some of y'all were critical, oh, the government doesn't even know how many people we have. Well, yeah, the previous government didn't know that either. They weren't willing to admit it, but this government said, hold on a second. When we were speaking to the ESO office, not only do we not know how many people we have, but we're probably underestimating. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a good idea for, um, us to put it at, at the higher end of what we think it is than the lower end, because then your, um, what do you call it? Um, your numbers of your vaccine numbers would be completely off, completely wrong. So that is important. All right. Um, all right, let's see. Mm -hmm. Okay. So yes, folks, I can't encourage you enough to, to participate in the census. And those of you complaining about it, ugh, some of y'all complain about everything. No, sir. I don't know what to say. Um, they have something to hide. Yeah, sure. Don't hide it from the ESO. You might be hiding from immigration, works, police. I don't know. But don't hide it from the ESO because they're not going to be sharing it with any of those agencies. Simple as that. Clear as mud. So listen, um, we're always excited to tell you guys about things that are going to benefit the people of the Cayman Islands. And there is a tourism job fair that is coming up that's going to be very beneficial to Caymanians. Whether you've worked in tourism previously or not, um, if you're just interested in trying your hands at tourism, this is your opportunity to do so. Our borders have shut down, have been shut down for 18 months. We're slowly reopening folks. And now you have an opportunity to stop complaining and get involved. And you have to be willing to embrace it at some level, right? Now, I know we've heard the criticisms of, oh, this one isn't pro-Caymanian and they don't really want to hire and did it. Well, guess what? 200 jobs are coming up and are available. Don't y'all put me, don't, don't, don't disappoint now. Show up, folks. Showing up is the first and most important thing that you need to do. Show up with resume in hand, pre-register, show up, and um, this job fair is happening next week. Make your presence be known. And one of the reasons why they're going to have you pre-register is because they want to make sure that DOT works. They can then do a follow-up with you. Did you get any callbacks from your interview, from your appearance at the job fair? Who did you speak with? What jobs are you interested in? Listen, I am encouraging all of you, here are some of the details, to take advantage of this opportunity. Now, people can say what they want, but if we ourselves are not doing what we need to be doing, 
then it don't make no sense to complain. Okay. So let's stop the complaining and let us start to get a bit on the ball with making sure um, that we're doing our part. The tourism job fair is next week. Um, now, wait a minute. This has got the wrong date on it. Hmm. This is actually next week. Hold on. Did they put the wrong date on this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on one second here. Uh, let me make sure that I'm not pulling the wrong asset because that might be my fault. So I know it's not, I know it's not, uh, I know that's not the date. Hold on one second. Let me just double check. I might be looking at the wrong one. It's actually the ninth. Oh, yes. Okay, let me delete that one from my folder. You see, got the wrong date. Aha. Okay, let's delete that one. Um, I think originally they were trying to do it this week, but this week was a little bit tight. Um, so they have actually, um, yes, I do have the correct one here. So the date is next week, Thursday, December the 9th, and it's going to be held at the Weston Ballroom from 1 until 4 p.m. So come on out, folks. Uh, lots of jobs on offer. There are going to be HR managers there from all of the major hotels and restaurants. And you will have an opportunity to speak with and be interviewed by these various employers. So you want to make sure that you're dressed. You bring your resume, pre-register first of all. And um, you can then find out what current job offerings they have available. So do not delay. If you're a Caymanian and you're a permanent resident with a right to work, this is an excellent opportunity for you to find employment in an industry that is going to be recharging itself. So they have jobs. This isn't a case where they don't have any jobs and they're just having a job fair for no reason. No, honey child, they have jobs. Um, so, you know, I want to encourage all of you to definitely uh, reach out. And there's so many things in tourism. There's so many jobs available in tourism. I feel like we need to speak to one of the HR managers at some of these companies because it's not just food and beverage servers. You've got front desk people. You've got um, marketing uh, accounts. I mean, there's things in every single one of these companies have different special events staff. You know, they've got different components to uh, the industry. And there have been some people, I was thinking about this yesterday, there have been some people who have really had a very long career in tourism. And it's not the traditional thing that you think. Like they're on the marketing side, they're on the events and planning side. Um, why are you calling me during the show, girl? You do realize I'm on air. <laughs> when I'm live, uh, you can't really call me and expect me to be like, hello, unless I'm expecting you on as a guest. But listen, folks, um, some wonderful opportunities there um, that you guys should really, really look into. So Janelle says it's once every 10 years. So it's not like um, you're being harassed yearly. Yes, if that's even a thing. How can you be harassed into doing a census? Come on, y'all. Um, Tracy, uh, the truth of the matter is um, most people who work in tourism will tell you that number one, that stipend is a small fraction of what they were making because they may make less on an hourly basis, but when it comes to tips and other stuff, trust me, uh, they can make a good pretty penny. So don't, don't make that fool you. Only lazy people want to sit down and have somebody hand them a check for $1,500 when you could be making $3,500 and $4,000.
they're musicians who once tourism opens up, you know, they got a gig. They they make they can make money. Uh -uh. And the tourism stipend will fall away. So y'all will not be collecting that forever in any event. Um, Karis is having a birthday today as well. Oh, well, happy birthday, Karis. Ooh, lots of birthdays today. Uh, hope that she has a fabulous birthday as well. Everton has got it locked in. So Everton says good morning and happy Friday. I'd like to say one thing. Um, and your program yesterday, you had a young man that was doing an interview with you. I personally think he's very knowledgeable. Oh, yes. Jared has been on the program before. And he comes on. He just pops on. Folks, what Jared does, all of you or any of you, I should say, could do. You can just jump on the show. Like the link is, you know, just jump on. So Jared likes to come on and share his opinion and let us know what's going on. He's he's following a lot of what's happening in the Legislative Assembly, and he's been following along with the budget and other things. So I applaud him for definitely being interested in those things. Um, so uh, Everton says, and I hope a lot of people always criticizing him take the time to know what's going on. I don't think a lot of people are criticizing him. There are one or two people who are like, oh, you know, he thinks he's a know-it-all, and I'm like, Listen, I don't think Jared thinks he's a know-it-all. He's just interested in talking about all these different topics. Um, I was actually insulted that they compared him to Mario. That's an insult to me. Um, because, again, Jared is a young man who already at his age um, has accomplished something, has accomplished certain things that even Mario hasn't bothered to do in his life. And Mario's at least twice the age of Jared, I'm sure of that. So don't compare the two. Mario's in a, um, Jared is on a very different track than Mario. And so, you know, people want to talk about the solutions. They want to talk about some of the issues facing this country. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what this show is all about, to encourage that type of dialogue. And, um, you know, we're not saying that we're sitting here with all the answers. We're just saying, let's talk about it, right? And I think I think there's a big difference between Jared and Mario. Some some things are a backhanded slap, and I did I did feel like that comment was a backhanded insult. Um, because Jared is actually working hard and he's working on goals, and he yes he is interested in stuff as well. Um, so the person's criticism was saying, oh he needs to read more. Well, don't we all? Very few of y'all are really reading the details of. Uh, of what you should be focusing on. So remember folks, how do you call into the program? Super easy. Filters allowed, real information now filters allowed. Judge number one is showing the island today. Gali Fili truth now filters allowed, real information now filters allowed. Judge number one is showing the island today. Yes, uh, the number one news show, and you can just call in with the link. Let me see if I can pull it up on the screen. You literally just click on that link, folks, and you can join the program at any time that you wish. Yes, and you can turn your camera off. I know some of you are a little bit camera shy. Uh, Damien says, government, please record the numbers who participated and who got interviewed and employed. Then six months later, check to see if those same commanders are still there. Follow through is important. Iva's got a birthday tomorrow. Yay. Send me your picture for tomorrow. Do a birthday shout out. Um, so Sue agrees. He's a young man learning and interested in topics and came out. Nothing like Mario. 
First of all, he's reading. Well, Jared already has a degree under his belt. He's trying to do things the right way. He has a job. <laughs> Big differences already. Uh, the U.S. America has some new um, things in place. So um, travel around the world is being impacted by the Omicron variant. And, um, you know, this is expected. I think the people in Southern Africa are like, why are y'all closing your borders to us right now? We're, they're, they're a little bit salty about that. They're like, we don't like this uh, because they're already being impacted negatively by the closure of the borders. But, you know, they also have a very low vaccine rate across that continent. So that's not a good thing. Um, and so President Biden said it best that this is not about trying to stop the virus at this stage. This is really um, about trying to slow it down. So um, I'm going to play a little snippet of what we think we know so far about this virus with a view to, um, I'm not going to play the full thing, but with a view to getting some of the details. Uh, so the World Health Organization had another press conference on Wednesday. We played some of that. And um, so I do want you guys to have a look at this. So uh, Edwin wishing um, his son a happy birthday, Steve. So happy birthday, Steve is turning nine. And I thank God for giving me the opportunity for being his dad. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, nine years old. Wow. That's nice. Um, okay, so let's have a look at this video clip and we'll talk about Omicron just a little bit. Um, oh, that was such a sad situation, Louis. We haven't really talked about it much here, but or at, at all, actually. But yeah, very sad. America's got a lot of crazy people. Uh, still Christmas shopping. All Miami flights are full in New York. Yeah, it's... It's not stopping people from going and coming, I must tell you. Have a look at this. ...and vaccine equity for months, precisely to avoid a situation like this. The emergence of the highly mutated Omicron variant underlines just how perilous and precarious our situation is. South Africa and Botswana should be thanked for detecting, sequencing, and reporting this variant not penalized. Indeed, Omicron demonstrates just why the world needs a new accord on pandemics. Our current system dis disincentivizes countries from alerting others to threats that will inevitably land on their shores. Many EU countries are among those who've recently issued travel bans. And with the new variant now discovered in several European countries, their primary concern is on immunization. First and foremost, highest priority is vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. Boost, boost, boost as much as is possible, because this boosting or vaccination uh, raises the level of antibodies and uh, stimulates the memory cells for COVID uh, viruses. Therefore, this is the police of the immune system. 
that you are reinforcing during that time. Back in South Africa, the vaccination rate is only at around 25%. In other African countries, it is less than 10%. Some say the latest variant is the likely result of vaccine hoarding by rich countries because it has allowed the virus to spread among the unvaccinated and therefore mutate more quickly. All right, let's get a status report on exactly what we do know so far about the Omicron variant of the coronavirus. My colleague Anthony Howard is here in the studio with me, and we haven't even had a week to process news of this new variant. Yeah, it's been dominating uh, the news for days now, Brent. So let's take the chance to take a look at what we know so far and let's be honest about what we don't know so far about the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Four bullet points for you. It appears more contagious than Delta. Scientists warn that it is highly transmissible, perhaps even more so than the Delta variant, itself a super transmissible variant of the original. Onto the symptoms then, including exhaustion and aches. Initial evidence from South Africa, even though it's a very small sample size, show a high prevalence among young people with many feeling exhausted and having muscle aches. A hint of good news here that we're attaching no small amount of hope to. We do not have a full data set though yet, and it may take weeks to get to the bottom just of that one on symptoms and how this variant works. Uh, next up, it's unclear if it's more deadly. Experts caution that like with symptoms, it's just too early to judge whether it causes more severe illnesses and deaths than other variants do. Also unclear if it is resistant to vaccines. It was one of the first headline notes taken on this variant, and let's be honest, it jumped right off the page for everyone who's been vaccinated, that it could be resistant to vaccines. Well, that too... It's also too soon to know if current vaccines are totally effective against it or if advertised, Omicron is evasive to vaccines or even partially. It's just too early to call. Everything we hear at this point is anecdotal in that it's not scientific or not yet of sufficient sample size. Bottom line, as much as we may want to know and know now, this variant has the full and undivided attention of the world's virologists, but in terms of conclusive proof, Brent, yep. about how exactly this works, it's not going to be days but rather weeks before we know for sure. Yeah, I mean, we should stick with reason. There's no reason to panic, and we'll wait for the science to catch up with the variant. Sure. Anthony, thank you. All right, folks, so that's the bottom line. Uh, the science has to catch up with the variant, and this is just a real-world situation of in terms of how this works. So we do not know enough about the Omicron variant yet to really know if this is going to be, um, they're saying it's a variant of concern. So in other words, they're going to watch it because of the number of mutations that it has, but in the real world, what will that mean weeks before we can actually find out? So um, President Biden essentially said last night that the idea is to um, try to slow it down as much as possible and to give that will give the scientists an opportunity to um, essentially figure it out and to see, you know, whether or not um, that is something that um, that can that will give them enough time. So for the U.S., if you're traveling into the U.S., um, folks, uh, not only for international travelers do you have to be vaccinated, but now the testing um, requirement has been reduced from 72 hours, which is essentially three days to a 24 hour period of time, which is a one day testing requirement. So this is what um, President Biden had to say in part, 
yesterday in a press conference that lasted for about half an hour. A month ago, we announced requirements that foreign travelers must be vaccinated if entering the United States. This week, I announced an additional action to strengthen international travel rules to give us more time to stop the spread and study a new variant. It used to be that international travel flying to the United States, traveler flying to the United States, had to test negatively three days before their departure from the, uh, that country. Well, I'm announcing today that all inbound international travelers must test within one day of departure regardless of their vaccination status or nationality. This tighter testing timetable provides an added degree of protection as scientists continue to study the Omicron variant. And we are extending the requirement, both internationally and domestically, to wear masks for travel on aircraft, trains, public transportation through the winter months. All right, folks, so the testing requirement. Some people thought that he was actually going to require that all um, inbound people like internationally had to be vaccinated, which would have captured Americans as well. That didn't happen yet. Um, but I think that there's also a mask mandate that has now been extended into March, where all public transportation, buses, trains, planes, whatever, you've got to be masked up um, to get on any of those as well. So we'll see. I think that there's a possibility that there could be some additional measures put in place. But as he said, at this point, they're just trying to buy the scientists more time to figure out exactly what it is that they're dealing with. Good morning, Senor Tommy. Damien says that anybody noticed China forced their citizens to lock, to stock up and lock down in October? Well, they've been stocking and locking almost every month, yeah. Um, you know, the, the thing about it is I think everyone around the world has accepted that there's no such thing as, as elimination of this virus. Um, it's just a matter of trying to, to live with it within, you know, as best we can. Uh, another interesting thing that President Biden said during his speech is he talked about um, the need to get vaccinated. So I know some of y'all here like, oh, this government's only plan is vaccination. Well, that's the plan for the whole world. The World Health Organization, the CDC, every leader in every country is telling you that has any sense is telling you the only hope the world has is one of mass vaccination. That will slow it down significantly. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't done quick enough to really help with a lot of the variants. So there is that emergent issue, but you know, um, they're, they're doing what they can. So in the United States, they're gonna start setting up family centers where entire families can now go and get vaccinated. So from the five-year-old, which is now eligible, straight through. And um, they're going to make it easier to get to vaccine access. So Carol says, not just vaccine hoarding, a lot of countries struggle to get people vaccinated uh, as they don't want it. Uh, President Biden also spoke about how he's working with vaccine manufacturers to ramp up um, production if they need it. So if they discover, for example, with the Omicron variant, that it's not really, um, the vaccine isn't effective against this variant, the drug manufacturers have to go back to the drawing board a little bit and tweak their vaccine. So they gotta go back and look at the spike proteins that are on this specific variant. Remember we talked about this last week, how there's something like 30 different mutations or whatever, and the majority of them are on that spike protein, which is what they then will use to um, 
tweak the, the vaccine and how well the vaccine is going to work. So if they have to go back to the drawing board, President Biden has basically said, we will give them as a government everything they need to get it done as quickly and safely as possible. So, you know, they're going to be um, working with the, um, the Food and Drug Administration to make sure that, you know, any additional um, trials that need to happen can happen as quickly as possible. And any funding that is needed from the government side, these drug uh, companies will receive. Because again, this is our only hope right now. Um, so why aren't the richer countries helping Africa that benefited from Africa's resources in the past? Louis, that's a complex issue, way more complex than we can get into this morning. But what I would say is um, you do have an issue of vaccine um, equality across regions, but you also have these same countries who are claiming that they can't get access to vaccines, getting vaccines and having to waste it. Look at Jamaica. It's such a shame to hear that Jamaica has had to throw away multiple shipments of Pfizer. Now, who do you think is going to be jumping up and saying, oh, here we are. We want to share our vaccine with you when you just wasted thousands of doses of vaccine because your people are being stupid and refusing to get vaccinated. You know, I can't, you know, part of me, I can't feel sorry for people who don't get vaccinated because they believe in all these conspiracy theories. Right now we have people in this country who are anti-vaxxers who are dying. I feel sorry for their families that you had someone so nonsensical in the family. But, you know, when they die, I'm like, well, what did you expect? You had an underlying condition. And actually some of them now we're discovering would have probably been perfectly fine had they gotten vaccinated. It's just crazy to me. I was watching a press conference um, yesterday by... Um, this was Barbados government, right? And I want to play part of this. Um, they had their doctor, um, David Ellis, I think is his name, talking about the vaccine and how he would rather be in the 90% protection, protected group than the 10%. So he's like, you know, people are, oh, vaccine, you still can catch, you still can die. He's like, yeah, but 90% of the people dying are unvaccinated. I would rather be in the 10% group and have that protection. No, the other way around. No, the 10%, yeah, that are vaccinated. You guys know what I'm trying to say, right? This is getting a little bit tongue twisted. 90% unvaccinated, the ones that are dying. So he's like 10%, you might get it and you might die if you're vaccinated. I'd rather be in that group. Why are you guys still arguing about um, oh, you might catch it if you're vaccinated. Here's what he had to say, because I thought that um, this was very, very interesting. Again, regionally, uh, they're struggling with these comments across the board as well. He will have with respect to reducing community-based spread. We are in still very uncertain times. As you are aware, there is a new variant which has several mutations, and that variant was described 
in South Africa just under two weeks ago. It was reported to the WHO on the 24th of November. And on the 26th of November, the WHO declared this as a virus of concern. Let me say up front that there are still a lot of uncertainties with respect to virulence, with respect to transmissibility, and with respect to the efficacies of vaccines. The information we have is limited because this is a relatively new virus. But what we know is that it has been spreading very quickly. So just under two weeks ago, we were told that there were four to six countries. And to date, I can report that there are about 30 countries across the globe. Some of those countries indeed represent our source markets for tourism. And therefore, we need to be vigilant. We don't need to be panicked, but we need to be vigilant. Regardless of the strain or type of virus, the protective measures remain the same. So I think it is a golden opportunity as there is a new virus circulating, which although we don't have information on its ability to cause severe disease and death, that we use this opportunity to reconsider those who have not been vaccinated. It's like playing Russian roulette. To date, persons who have died, 90% of those individuals have been unvaccinated and 10% have been vaccinated. We have never told the public that the vaccinated population will not die. And that just doesn't make any sense. But if you were a betting man, I would prefer to be on the side of the 90%. Because the, I would be, prefer to be on the side, sorry, of the 10% of persons who have been vaccinated because your likelihood of poor outcomes are very strong. The other issue I would like to let the public know is that individuals who have renal disease or who are on dialysis have consistently had extremely poor outcomes. And therefore, it is absolutely critical that that segment of the population which as I estimate to be about 275 individuals, it is critical that they be vaccinated because it, they have extremely poor outcomes because renal disease is certainly a marker for a poor outcome. We have, the, the EOC has met on several occasions. We are engaging the subcommittee of cabinet, which is the policy-making, decision-making body. We have opted uh, a more wait-and-see approach 
because some countries went ahead and did complete bans, partial bans, and we are aware of that. But banning is um, banning of the movement of people is a method for only delaying possible transmission. It is not an absolute and good public health measure. And therefore, um, we will continuously examine the evidence. We will come to the public, letting them know we are on a heightened state of alert with respect to um, our borders. But however, our protocols have not changed to date. I am very aware that some countries within the region have gone extra miles, and that may depend on their peculiarity in their population. But the public health team will continue to give sound advice to policymakers with respect to our directions in a state of Omicron. Thank you very much. All right, folks. So again, you know, every country um, that was Barbados, every country's trying to. Um, uh oh, <laughs> sorry. Every country's um, trying to find a balance, really, of how they are um, going to handle, you know, the current situation with the emergence of a new, um, the emergence of a new variant as well as just ongoing travel and trying to reopen their borders and, you know, reinvite people in. It's just crazy. Uh, but, you know, we've, we've got to be understanding and flexible, I think, up to a certain extent. Someone was saying to me yesterday that um, she works in, in tourism and she books, you know, clients and whatever, and they want to know with guarantee what is Cayman's policy going to be in February. And I said to her, I'm sorry, but where do these people live? What, what alternative AI-generated universe are they living in? We can't say with certainty what tomorrow's going to bring right now. Like, seriously? We're in the middle of a pandemic. And people are trying to vacation in Cayman and asking you this is December, January, February, two, three months out. They want to know with certainty what Cayman's travel policy is going to be. This demonstrates the unrealistic element of people who are travelers. I'm like, really? I would not be traveling at this time. Not at all. I mean, emergency travel. But beyond that, that's it. I don't know. I just don't. I'm uh, like, don't travel. If you want that degree of certainty, do not travel. I mean, look, Miss Cayman um, right now is going to have fewer people there supporting her in person. Of course, we'll be supporting her online and virtually because Israel has shut down their borders for two weeks. You ain't coming in like that, honey child. And so um, it's crazy to think that there's still people who want a guarantee. What if what if you were traveling to Israel and um, you know you were there and you got stuck? This is the reality of the situation, folks. 
So I, I'm just blown away by how unrealistic people are. Like, seriously. I'm just like, when, when this person said this to me, I'm like, is something wrong with your travelers? Like, this is when you need to have a conversation with them and said, um, madam, are you living on earth right now? Or are you in space somewhere? See? Israel closes borders this week to all foreign passport holders except the contestants in the Miss Universe pageant. So it is what it is. We got the story up on CMR. You ain't getting in and out of Israel quite so easy right now. My goodness. I don't know what, I honestly have to shake my head sometimes at people. Because I don't know what they be talking about, child. I'm just like, what? Thankfully, um, she does have, Miss Kman does have um, some support there that went out with her. And I think that's a, it's a great idea. Uh, the fact that they had traveled with her because now Georgina Crawford, um, Kerford, sorry, does have the benefit of having Miss um, Lavinia and her husband Mario there to offer her some level of support. But Derry Dakers, who's the chairperson of the committee, along with um, uh, along with Donna Bush, were set to travel on the eighth to go for the pageant, which is the twelfth. And unfortunately, now because of these new restrictions, um, they will not be able to do so. So they've, Israel said, regardless of your vaccination status, you're not coming into their country right now. December 12th is the pageant. We'll touch bases with um, Georgina next week to see how things are going. And um, we're trying to get permission to stream it, to live stream it um, on our feed. Because last time we did it, we had like over a thousand people easily watching it. And then the live feed got killed. So we have reached out um, as a media house to the organizers to see if we can actually get permission. But, you know, they've basically sold the rights to Fox and Telemundo. So who knows if we'll be able to um, to do that or not. So Carol makes the point that says that they have sent vaccines to many African countries, but vaccine hesitancy plus distribution problems means that many vaccines sadly had to be disposed of rather than used. And that's sad. And that's why, listen, even here, I'm like, don't y'all be putting us in that category where people around the world are going to say, oh, yeah. And in the Cayman Islands, they have wasted thousands of vaccines. I'm like, no, 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 no. We've come close and we've had to ramp up the vaccine drive. But people, don't be stupid. Don't be one of those people that is going to have their lives cut short in the ICU right now on a ventilator. And the families are being told we can't do no more. You might as well just pull pull them off the ventilator, right? Don't be that person that is still, how old is she? Is she in her forties, maybe early fifties? You could have easily another 30 years onto your life. You know, it, to me, it's just stupid and Oh, they're trying to kill me with a vaccine. You just killed yourself with the virus. Denying your children, if you have any, I don't even know if she's got any children, but denying your children and your family members years of some sort of life with you.
I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. I mean, I really don't know. Um, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. It's selfish and it's stupid all at the same time. Uh, Jesse wants to know if we can guarantee 24-hour turnaround time for PCR tests for travelers and tourists. Something tells me this will open the door to CID charging for the express tests, and we need to get this right as we're already getting bad PR about travel came in. Well, the good news is there's more than one testing center now that can provide you with those services. So um, it's not just uh, government that's providing that service. You can go to private institutions and some of them are claiming that they can turn around your test results within four hours. We better get a hold of those ones, Jesse. <laughs> Wee says you sound like a little kitty. I know my sneeze is so, uh, it's partially because it's being held in, which probably isn't a good thing, but I don't know. It's weird, but I don't know how to sneeze any other way. That's how I've sneezed my entire life. And I don't know how to do it any other way. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Okie dokie. Uh, Cayman Marathon is on this weekend. Please be advised of road closures that are happening as a result of that. So that's um, the roads will be closed from Saturday night, 9 p.m., until noon on Sunday. And we're talking about Fort Street, Cardinal Avenue. So all of Seafair's way between Fort Street and Cardinal Avenue, uh, only local access, the junction of Seafair's way and Goring Avenue. We will close to all southbound traffic. And then the junction of Shedden Road and Elgin Avenue in the vicinity of Royal Bank will be closed to all traffic. Uh, Warwick Drive is closed to all traffic as well. And then South Sound Street and Boilers Road, that junction will also be closed. In other words, folks, on Sunday, if you're not participating in the marathon yourself um, or you're not helping out with the marathon, just stay stay away from it. Stay away from Central Town area, Elgin Avenue, Seafarers Way, Government Admin Building, all that sort of stuff. Um, so the kids are going to do a little race as well um to the annual children's race in the government admin building to warwick drive so yeah stay away from elgin edward street fort street basically central town on sunday um until later on in the afternoon beautiful take the vaccine if you don't have it yet please 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 says we we um um you need to change your name, girl, so we can read your name properly. <laughs> so let's go early in the morning at 9 a.m. and you can get it by midday. Yes, like I said, there's some people who are turning it around quite quickly. Uh, Everton says, I've taken the three doses. I'm doing fine. I went to, where's Travis? Travis, Travis. I mean, the concert? Um, I'm missing what we're missing here. And I'm staying put unless there's an emergency that I have to leave the state. Um, I will stay put. I will normally travel three or four times a year, but since COVID, I've not been anywhere. Me either. So I'm feeling you. Uh, we have to kind of get sneezing class, get you into sneezing class. Thank you, Louie. 
Miss Shirley says Georgetown Hospital did an amazing job with getting you your results for travel. You just have to state your date. Okay. So Miss Shirley says, just let them know and they will hook you up. I'm telling them today, can I get results right away for Gigi? Because then she can go and play with her friends. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's good. They're, they're getting it together. I'm, I'm going to get some information travel came out that I'm going to put up later on today. Uh, is there anything else that we had on the agenda? I'm just checking my list and checking it twice, kind of like Santa. Miss Gigi decided that she wanted to go back to her bed and lie down for a little bit. I said, go on, honey, child. Um, you know, at five, they still want to be in the room with you. Even if you're doing something else, they want to be in close contact. So I like that she's getting a little bit more independent at times. And sometimes she'll say, oh, I want to go in a different room. I'm like, go ahead. No problem. You can lie down in your bed. That's fine. Um, starting to detach a little bit from mommy and daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think that's all we had for you. So um, I've not traveled since COVID either, except to the BRAC. But you know, thank God for for Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's my friend. I'm on there every day, kind of looking at stuff. I'm not buying every day, obviously, but I do look at stuff and I look at their their um, daily deals. You know, they have deals that last a certain amount of time. And so I'm always looking at those to see hmm, what's looking interesting, what's trending. Um, is there anything I need, you know, with Christmas right around the corner? So let me let me tell you guys a little bit secret about how we do Christmas in my house. Um, I actually, yes, thank goodness for all the career companies. I am the shopper in my house. Oh, my husband will gladly give up. He'll tell you. If he never has to go to the grocery store, this might not go to the grocery store. I couldn't even tell you the last time he went grocery shopping. He's not going grocery shopping. He's not going clothes shopping. He's not doing nothing. He's like, this is what I need. And so you just do it. And so I have mastered in-person shopping as, well, that didn't last long. I have mastered in, oh, we got some breaking news we're going to put up here in a second. I have mastered in-person and online. And they're little tricks to the trade, you know what I mean? And so because I'm I'm relatively effective at shopping for other people, I'm also an excellent shopper for myself. My own personal Santa. I'm my own elf. I saw you. You didn't scare me. Mama? Yes, ma'am. Are you gonna change clothes again? For the second time this morning? Change my shirt, but leave my shorts on. All right, we'll discuss it in two minutes. Um, so yes, so I say, you know, since I know hubby doesn't like to shop anyway, I'm like, I tell you what, you you don't Okay, ma'am. I said, you don't worry about it. Just leave it to me. I'll sort out the Santa presents for myself. So that works out really what well. What does it feel like? Because then, you know. Mama, what does it feel like? My Santa doesn't get it wrong. <laughs> so listen, another big shout, shout out, birthday greetings to this pair of beautiful twins, Kathy and... Um, Kristen, is it Kathy? I always get them confused. Um, yes, 
Kristen and Kathy, they celebrate a birthday today. Um, I think it's so fun. It must be one of the best things to be a twin. And probably probably one of the best, best things and worst things at the same time. And I believe they are identical twins. Because, um, well, they look just the same to me. But um, they are CMR super fans. And I think at one time they both worked at Customs and now only one works at Customs. Yes, beautiful. So happy birthday to you ladies. Hope you're doing some twin fun things today. Uh, lots of birthdays today, huh? Wow. Uh, Shirley says, yes, I'm the shopper for the family too, and I've mastered it. Yes, I mean, I can find some good deals on Amazon. <laughs> so we love us some Amazon. All right, folks. Um, I'm going to go and get ready to go to the exit test and hopefully get that sort of, ooh, look at this. Speaking of Amazon, waterproof ski jacket. Well, we don't need that, but it is pretty. If I were into skiing. I, I got a waterproof ski jacket. <laughs> no, we don't need skiing. We, we, we're surrounded by snow. Um, that's because we live. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. I'm sorry. I meant to say we're surrounded by sand because we live on an island. She's like, we're surrounded by snow. Where? I don't see any snow. Um, but listen, Amazon's got everything. Oh, look at this tennis table. Uh, I was noticing that there's an actual tennis tournament. There's a world championship tournament on right now. And I guess China is definitely in it to win it. And child, that guy from China, I don't know what his name is, but he was beaten up on, I think it was Turkey or somebody. And he was, pew, 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 pew. and I was like, what? Stop that. No. It was kind of fun to watch um, all five minutes of it before I had to get back to work. Um, but yeah, tennis table championships, world champs are on apparently at the moment. I don't know how long the championships last for, but um, all I can tell you is it was on. Um, let me see if there's any other sports announcements. Um, World Championship. There's all sorts of interesting things that are on uh, TV sometimes. Hmm. NBA is in full swing. Yep, so uh, yeah, I caught a little snippet of the championship yesterday. Let me tell you what's world championship um, table tennis is what it was. So um, it's the ITTF world table tennis champs. She likes to copy me sometimes. If you're into table tennis, you can go check it out. So women's single was from China. Men's single champion was from China. I'm telling you, China dominated the little match that I saw. Mixed doubles, China. They had men's doubles. Uh, looks like Switzerland might have won that. They were the champions of that. And um, then the women's doubles was China as well. 
The only thing China didn't take was the men's doubles. Wow. Uh, and they had part participants from all over the world. They're all part of the, I guess, International Federation of Table Tennis or whatever they call themselves. Um, so, all right, folks, uh, that's it. Miss Wee Wee, have a good um, weekend. Miss Charlene, have a good weekend. Um, we've been in isolation. Two positives in my household, but my husband cleared um, to return to week return to work can i tell you my okay just one second and then um i had to be home with Gigi. thank you paul so much for the love and support yeah she's getting excited today she's i gave her a dollar yesterday to put in her piggy bank she hasn't yet put it in the piggy bank but this morning she's like can i get more money and then that's a chance for me to say what all parents love to say money doesn't grow on trees honey $1. We got to work awfully hard for money, right? No. No? We have to get $1 to buy me toys. A dollar to buy you toys. Wow. Wow. But mommy has to work for that dollar. Uh, to be a kid again and not have to think that anything requires hard work, right? I want to be three. You want to be three? You're five and you want to be three? Yeah. You want to be a baby all over again? So I have to become four and then three. So you have to go backwards? Go from five to four to three? To one to zero? No, I just want to be... She just wants to go back to three. No, no further than three, apparently. Because life must have really been good. Because I like when I'm three. Why? What happened when you were three? Because when I was three, mm -hmm. I got mommy's, like, potato net. Potato net. <laughs> and then I got the potato net, and then I took it out of the jar, and then I saw a fly, a dead fly, and I was trying to catch it as a pet. You're trying to catch a fly as a pet? Mm -hmm. That's why you want to be three again? Because that was exciting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, those are not the aspirations that we should have in life. <laughs> it is. <laughs> do, you, do you even remember your potato I don't, I don't. I don't remember any of that, no. I remember when she was learning to talk and she saw a frog on the porch and she was like, she couldn't quite say frog, so it sounded like another F word that you do not want your kids to say, but it was so funny. Um, oh, she's hilarious. She really is funny. And she has quite a vocabulary, in case y'all are wondering. She loves to talk a lot. Oh, my gosh. This is Mommy's potato net. Oh, that's a strainer, Mama. That's not a potato net. No, it's a potato net. It's a potato net? Mama, mm -hmm. I was catching a fly like that. We don't use that for flies, ma'am. That is what mommy uses to strain stuff in the kitchen. I'm trying to find a little fun video of her that you guys would find funny. Um, don't hit mommy with that. That's not nice. No, you're a big mommy fly. I'm a big mommy fly. Um, I'm trying to find Come this. Back, mommy fly. All right, mom. I got you. I'm trying to find this hilarious. You'll never buzz away again. You'll never buzz away again.
I'm trying to find this video that I, I saw pop up the other day. Pop up. Pop up. But, but pop up is Popeyes. No, I said pop up. But pop up is Popeyes. Mm, not quite. Um, where's, where's that video that mommy had of you the other day that was so cute? Me wearing an elf shirt? No, you were not wearing an elf shirt. Daddy was wearing an elf shirt. Daddy was wearing an elf shirt? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I saw that on Alexa. You saw that on Alexa? Yeah. Mm. Don't say it so loud. Don't say it so loud because then she'll wake up. Because she does, when you call her name, she starts listening. Um, where did I put that video the other day? Huh. I don't know. Of me? Yeah, so I was going to look for a video of you. Was but, I so cute? But now I can't find it. Um, you're always cute, of course. Hmm. I don't know where the video is. Uh... Oh, here's one of you. This isn't really the one I was looking for. Oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. Okay. I'm going to show it to the viewers of my show. Now look Can at this. I see it too? Yeah. All right. Check out this fun video. Are you sure that's the ice cream truck? Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming? But huh? I think he's gonna drive by. Huh? I don't think he's stopping. Oh, ice cream. You want ice cream? Yeah. Okay. How happy are you to see the ice cream truck? was pure excitement for the ice cream truck let me tell you and coco was in that picture in that video by the way um coco it's now been a year since coco passed away november the 30th um as you guys know if you are a fan of the program or if you've watched this for a minute um really really tragic situation and i can't believe it's a year already but you know we try to focus on all the wonderful years that uh that we had with her so that was one of my most I love that video and Coco just stand there like yeah I'm looking out for the ice cream truck too although she seldom got any ice cream um but no, 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 yeah no, no, so much no, fun no, 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 all righty um so oh right look she says Coco is right here <laughs> this is not the Coco that she's named this one Coco this one no. is cute but this is not our real Coco no it is Oh. She. We, we, we won't talk too much about that situation. Yeah, but our Coco could play with you and run around and anyway, um, you know we 
Mama. Remember her. I with, remember. Um, Mama, I remember I was playing with Coco, and and I was trying to get her doggy toy out of. I know you her always mouth. taking Coco's doggy toys. Out um, of her mouth, and she was not letting go. She wasn't letting go. No, she didn't use them. That would be an amazing present for me if I got another DOG, but um, we're probably we're, we're I feel like I'm not ready yet. <sighs> One day. All right, folks. Um, again, thank you um so much, folks, for tuning into the program. Um, yeah, I kind of don't even want to talk about it too much because you guys know I get really, really upset. Um, yeah. So anyway. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you. So, folks, have a fabulous weekend. We've got um, a very, very interesting show, series of shows. Oh, thank you. Lined up for you for next week. And um, we're actually going to have a lady, a mother who's joining us. Who's Gigi? Who's Gigi? We actually have a lady who's going to be joining us from Jamaica. Um, we'll do it as an evening segment, as a special show one evening next week. Her daughter was actually S-H-O-T. Uh, literally in the head and she survived and um thank you ma'am as a result of that um she needs a, a copular implant so she doesn't lose her hearing completely and they're trying to do some fundraising so i'm really hoping that people in Cayman um can open their hearts to the situation and really be willing to assist because it's like five thousand dollars five thousand fifty thousand dollars to get the surgery done and to get the implant put in so that she does not lose her hearing completely and time is of the essence. So we're going to have her on one of the, we'll do like a special segment interview with her next week. Folks, if you can find somewhere in your budget to dig deep and to help out, please, please, please do. Because, um, you know, this can really mean a difference of quality of life for this young lady. She actually has aspirations of being a doctor. She's only 10 years old. And so I feel like we could make um, a dream come true for someone for Christmas. Um, so stay tuned for the details on that show. I'm still trying to book the exact date that she'll be on, but that'll definitely be early next week. And then don't forget that on um, Wednesday, we will be having the premiere join us for um, premiere access. So that'll be 7 to 9 p.m. in the evening. The Cold Heart Truth now has your premiere access with Premier Panton. Hello, everyone. This is Wayne Panton. Come and join me on Cayman Mall Road's premiere access every other Wednesday at 7 p.m. for a frank and open Q&A session. I'm here to answer your questions about the issues that concern you the most. Tune in to YouTube and Facebook Live on Wednesday. We will see you there. Full transparency answering your questions down to earth accountable and accessible to who matters you don't miss premier access on the cold hard truth spilling the tea like no one else So again, folks, that's going to be this coming Wednesday at seven o'clock. Uh, last time we had a little bit of tech issues into the last hour of the show. And I know you guys had so many questions, so please resend your questions in advance. I need to put my question list together. Um, we don't give them to the premier, obviously, in advance, um, but he's happy to answer your questions. And I think what we'll start doing is I think it makes sense to kind of hone into specific topics. 
so I'm thinking, but I know you guys have remnants of questions left over. So maybe this week the topics will be um, the budget, right? Because there's they've been doing you know the parliamentary budget, as well as what's happening with the reopening and COVID. And if we can kind of limit it to those two things, because then otherwise I feel like we're like all over the place. But we'll eventually get to all those topics. We need to have a show on housing. We need to have a show on education. We need to have a show on the environment. But we will get there, folks. So I really appreciate the premier um, being so open and willing to come onto the program. This was actually an idea that he put forward to us. And he's like, you know, I would love to be able to do a Q&A segment on your platform. We said, hey, we're all about that. Um, so, yeah, Wednesday coming up. All right, folks, Miss Wanda, thank you so much. She said there's nothing like the joy and excitement of a child. And listen, December is a joyous occasion for all of us. I've got Santa on speed dial because sometimes I need a little reinforcement. And... Um, you know, if we need to be ringing Santa, we do have him available Hello. to call. Miss Gigi, did you want to call Santa this morning? Yeah. You want to call Santa? So sometimes we enjoy calling Santa, but if we're being bad, I'm like, oh, is that Santa here ringing my phone? All right, let me see. Let me find him. He's on my phone somewhere. Oh, gosh, I need to find my app now. Hmm. Mama, look. Oh, my gosh. You're, listen, listen, listen. Hmm. Yesterday was was housekeeping, house cleaning day. We don't need to pull out everything today. Hey, no, we are camping. All right, let me find Santa on my phone. Hold on a sec. Oh, there he is. No, hey, no, we're going camping. Come and speak to Santa. Hey, no, we're going camping. Hey, no, we're going camping. No. Miss Gianna. Okay, just a second now. We're going camping. Mama, the big hmm? present is mine. Okay. All right. I think the big present. The big present was the golden rabbit. I think that's my present. Hmm. You think you're. <gasps> oh my gosh. Look at who it is. Look. It's Santa. Oh my gosh. You want to press the answer button? Hmm? Press the answer button. Hurry up. You're making Santa wait for a really long time. <laughs> and then Santa has a little, he can see you. It's a, it's a video call. This is Santa Claus speaking. What's your name? <laughs> Have you been naughty or nice this year? Nice. <laughs> Fantastic! Now tell me, what do you want for Christmas? Um, a unicorn that I can ride on. A unicorn you can Say ride again? on? A unicorn that I can ride on. <laughs> okay, got it! I will see you soon! Merry Christmas and bye-bye! Oh my gosh. I don't know about the unicorn for Christmas, to be honest, but we'll see. That I can ride. That you can ride on. That sounds like a lot. It's not a lot. It's We're going to have to build it. We're going to have to build it. Oh, I see. And then, then I can ride it. Yeah, because we know unicorns are not real, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's just a toy. We have to build it. All right, folks. Have a fantabulous weekend. Yeah, I, this is it.
We're gonna use the scissors to build Santa a unicorn. Um, have a have a have a fantastic weekend. Yes, this tool has been a lifesaver for the past couple years. I can use it to threaten to make calls and get people in line really quickly. Anyway, beautiful people, oh, oh, oh. ho, 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 please yeah. be safe um, and have a wonderful weekend. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at CaymanMarlRoad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings.